Hey guys, Nerd here, and thank you for coming here for the Voices of Misery podcast Sunday special episode. Today's guest is Christy Russ. She's the Maverick Pharmacist Functional Medicine Health Coach. Hell, that's a mouthful, but you know what? Had a great time recording with her today and uh, just learned a lot. And um, this is something I've been preaching for a very long time about, you know, taking better personal health choices and just taking care of yourself, your body, your mind, your soul, making better uh, food decisions, basically working out and taking better supplements and things like that. And I think you guys can learn a lot from this episode. And if, you know, you're one of those people who's actually doing these things, maybe find someone in your neighborhood or a friend or a family member or someone who's not taking care of themselves and tell them there's a better way. Because one thing that really sucks is, you know, you're watching the news and um, people are telling you to stay at home, collect a check, watch Netflix, eat food, order uh, Grubhub and don't work and do things like that. But this is the real way out of this whole pandemic and just a way to make sure that you're okay is to take care of yourself. Your body is the one thing in life that you're in full control of and the one thing that you need to take care of in order to make yourself, you know, not immune, but at least have a better chance to survive if you do get sick. You know, I think this this whole year and a half, if that has taught us anything, is to take care of yourself and make better personal health decisions. They're not doing this in the media. They're not telling you to do this. So I kind of took it upon myself to find someone who is a excellent guest and an expert on a topic. And hopefully together, we can help you make a better decision, a better, more informed decision. I'm reaching out to the experts, people. This is science. And without further ado, let's get on with the show.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Voices of Misery podcast. And you know what? I am in the mood to get canceled. We tried hard last time when I had Jennifer on the show. We we're talking about COVID-19 and I'm still here. So we're going to try a little bit harder this time and bring on someone else who's an expert in everything that I've been preaching for the longest time with, with COVID and just getting yourself in a better shape. I've always said there's a better option out there than going ahead and getting poison put in your body. Maybe get in shape, maybe do some things here. And I found the perfect person. Her name is Christy Russ, and she is the Maverick Pharmacist Functional Medicine Health Coach. That is a mouthful, but I do want to bring her on the show here and just say, uh, Christy, can you please just let us know who you are, what you do, what you're all about? Okay. Hi. Yeah. So I, I call myself the Maverick Pharmacist Functional Medicine Health Coach, which I know is really tough to string all together, but it's very descriptive of what it is. So First of all, most people don't really know what functional medicine is, so let me explain. It's figuring out the underlying reasons for why you're not feeling great, and then I help you fix those, which not only gets you looking and feeling great now, but prevents all the future issues from cropping up. And those fixes are usually like non-medicine kind of things. And so that's why I also call myself the maverick pharmacist because I'm trying to get people off the medications and not rely on standard medicine because this is infinitely more effective. And I've been, and I know that because I've been in the standard medicine space for just about 30 years. So, so yeah, practice? the strategies, go ahead. Oh, uh, but just where, what do you practice? Medicine. Um, well, I do still work in the pharmacy a couple days a week because I, I do have to have put in hours to keep my license up because I do need that to do some of the stuff that I'm doing with people. But mostly it's all uh, when I'm working with clients, it's online, it's uh, uh, virtual uh, and over the phone a lot because it's a lot of checking in. Um, and so people just don't have time. So sometimes it's just a, all you need is a little 15, 20 minute, you know, see how things are going and let's tweak that and do this kind of thing. So most of it's always been over the phone. Um, and I have in other provinces and countries and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, okay. COVID didn't really change that too much for me. <laughs> Well, that is good. It sounds like you're one of the lucky ones, you know, and uh, and I guess a lot of people come to you with medical advice. And what's the first thing you tell them? Because now, you know, with COVID being this huge deal for the past, I mean, it was only supposed to be 15 days, but here we are two years later. Um, mm -hmm. What's the first thing you tell them when they're like, hey, what can I do? Well, obviously, I mean, getting your immune system in tip top shape is key right? I mean, it's a, it's a virus, it's an infection. Um, and I, and I have to say one thing that has, and I know you've talked about it. One thing that really bothered me about the whole reaction to COVID and this pandemic is what a wasted opportunity it's been to, to, to tell people about how to get healthier, how to start taking responsibility for their own health and just, and, and doing it that way, because from the get-go, even pre-vaccine and everything, we knew that um, the people that were the most unhealthy were the ones having the worst outcomes. And so everybody was freaked out. It was, you know, fear always motivates people more than, you know, 
feeling, you know, like looking better or whatever. Right. So yeah. people wanted to know what to do. I mean, for the longest time, and even still like the main immune boosting type of herbal supplements and stuff like that were like, you couldn't get them. And there's a lot, some of them are still back ordered, like I can't get them. So everybody was wanting to know what to do and hear the, 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 the media and the government and everything is like, Oh, the only preventive thing they were talking about was about masking and hand sanitizing, really, mm-hmm. and staying away from each other, which is not sustainable, obviously. Mm-hmm. And here we are 18 months later, and, uh, you know, we're, the, we're not that much further ahead. Absolutely insane. Now, you know, you are a pharmacist, an average pharmacist. And I do want to ask you this, this question here about ivermectin. This has been something that's been in the news, and depending on what channel you watch, it's either solely a horse dewormer or it's this Nobel prize winning, you know, miracle medicine that is like a one-stop shop does it all. Which, what is it? Can you clear that up for people? Cause I have a lot of listeners that are on the fence about this. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's true. Like there's, there are, to be honest, I, I have not delved into and looked into what the what the latest, newest uh, COVID treatment stuff that has come out because most of it's been a load of hooey anyway. Yeah. So um, like from the from the get go. Right. I mean, we do know a lot more about about how to treat it and stuff, but most of it isn't really the anti infective stuff. It's more like it's still symptom control and letting your body kind of fight it off and 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 that sort of deal. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, ivermectin is a deworming thing, but lots of times those parasite type of medications, um, even like in, in standard ways, like you can use that, like we'll use, it started out as one thing. And then we discovered that it actually works for this. And then down the road, we don't even use it for the original purpose anymore. We use it just for the other, the side effect that we noticed sort of thing, or the side benefit that we noticed. So, I mean, that might turn out to be amazing, but um, I don't know. We still know so little about it all. So I, I, I guess that's a long way of saying I really have no opinion on it. Well, you know what? That, that's what I appreciate. I would rather have you say that than say, hey, listen, this is a end-all, be-all cure, or hey, this thing just doesn't work. It's just a horse dewormer. And that's what I feel is the biggest problem with the media today. And these so-called experts is you get this one figurehead, Anthony Fauci, and he's the only person allowed to give an expert opinion on this. And well, he, he never says, I don't know, unless it comes into play something called natural immunity, which he just said recently on the news. They said, well, why do people who have natural immunity have to get a vaccine? He goes, well, I don't know. He flat out said, I don't know. So I appreciate that you basically say you don't have an opinion on it because it's honesty. And that's what we need more of when it comes to people getting sick and just, you know, basically having any kind of chance to have a cure or any kind of treatment options. I mean, that's what you want out of someone that you're asking their honest medical opinion. So I appreciate that. It's really good. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even want to get going with the whole media, and honestly, <laughs> and, 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 and the, yeah, well, exactly. And, and to be honest, like, that's what started me even down this whole pathway of functional medicine and, and integrative medicine in the first place was because I, I was going through my own health woes. And I 
and and I figured out that pretty much everything that I had been taught about how to be healthy, including in pharmacy, like as far as, you know, what we're eating and how we're living and all of that stuff was completely wrong. And it still is, um, it's, it's still ongoing, right? Like I had, I had so many um, issues. I was like exhausted. I was a gaining weight for no particular reason. And um, just, and I had massive knee pain and I was, started getting like hormonal issues, which I'll spare you the gory details on that, but it included <laughs> like, yeah, like PMS mood swings, which I had never had before. I was having trouble sleeping and all this stuff. And this was like, you know, 15 started 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, when I was doing all of the right things, so it was like, what the heck? And I, I felt kind of ripped off because that's only supposed to happen to people that don't take care of themselves. Right. Yeah. And so what really freaked me out is that, uh, you know, I'd seen my situation enough times in the pharmacy to know where it was going. And so thankfully, I'm kind of the geeky scientist type. And so I started doing a whole bunch of research to figure out, okay, this is not cool. And uh, learn just a ton of stuff that uh, they don't teach in pharmacy or medical school for that matter. And like I said, discovered that everything I'd been taught my whole life was totally wrong. And then once I started applying what I had learned, it was just a few short months that all of my issues went away and all of them completely gone. And that was, you know, it's got to be 15 or so years ago. Um, and I'm still feeling great. Every none of that stuff has resurfaced. I'm still playing basketball and my knees are fine. And, and, and I have tons of energy to do that. I'm the senior on my team by a long shot, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, and honestly, it's what I, what I find people don't realize is that, um, you know, those, all those things I mentioned are pretty common symptoms, right. And, and people, you know, need to realize that they actually do need to make some changes because they, the symptoms come on so gradually that you don't even recognize it. And then it just becomes your new normal. And so, cause all of that stuff that I mentioned, I mean, it, it came on over a period of time. And if you'd have asked me back then, um, I would have said I was the healthiest person I know. Right. And it's not until I look back and compare it to how I'm feeling now that I realize what a mess I really was. And it, honestly, it was the knees and the extra weight that were starting to interfere with with the basketball. And I was like, if not for that, you know, I might not have actually done the research. And then, gosh, I don't even want to imagine how I'd be feeling today if I hadn't done that. <laughs> so, and, and the thing is, the the principles that fix my issues are the same principles that fix just about every health issue out there, but people don't know about them. And so they're suffering and they don't need to be. And that's why our health in, of us as a society is the way that it is because everybody's following, even if, you know, some people are blatantly not doing it, you know, stopping at the fast food to, you know, six times a week and, you know, and doing all of that, but there's the people out there that are doing all of the right things and still, you know, and it's, and it's going into, you know, they're spiraling out of control. So. Yeah, that and that was kind of how I got there. And the, and like I said, once I discovered that, I really wanted to to make sure that 
I got the message out there that, you know, what we're being taught is wrong because um, otherwise, you know, so that, you know, I just saw, saw it started off with, with helping my pharmacy clients and then some of my friends. And then, you know, that's kind of how the whole coaching thing got going. But if, you know, but the, the media is still, they're still saying the same thing and the doctors and the, the, the dietitians are still telling people the same wrong stuff. So it's frustrating. Now, that's one thing that you said that really like clicked with me because I kind of went through a similar situation and I talk about this on the show every so often, but um, I did the keto diet and, and I'm still on the keto diet. I started about two years ago now. And when I started, I was about 300 pounds. And the reason why I started it is because of what you said. It really triggered this thought in my head because I was in the shower one day at my 300 pound weight. And I was stepping out and I felt my knee, I was like in so much pain, like what the heck is going on? And then like, as the days and weeks went on, I'm walking and walking. I'm like, why are my knees just killing me? Like, I, I felt like I was at least 30 years older than I actually am. Like, you know, like the old men, they walk or like, a, you know, like they have like that crab walk thing, you know? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is going on with me? Like my knees are buckling. I'm, like, I'm having a hard time walking. I was in pain all the time. I'm like, something's got to change. And then I was just going down the rabbit hole like I normally do. I was on the internet and like knee pain. I'm only at the time I was 37 years old at the time. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? And then I found out, I was like, oh yeah, well, you're carrying all this extra weight. So I took off my shirt. I go in the mirror like, wow, I got fat. When did this happen? So when you said it was a gradual thing, I'm like, holy shit, she's right. I mean, it was gradual. I never noticed it until one day, boom, my knees are like broken. Yeah. This um, <laughs> exactly but then that's the thing and then it and so that's what like I always tell people like you know don't wait because it's so much harder to come back once you get to that you know rock bottom kind of place almost mm-hmm. I mean that's not rock bottom but it's but it's to a point where it's like wow right um and then it's just so much harder to come back from that whereas if you you know like people we don't you, your best asset is your health. It is the most important thing. And I, I try and stress that to people because you don't get it until you don't have it. Like until you're in, in excruciating pain all day long or, you know, or the weight, like you're just, you've lost the confidence because now all of a sudden, yeah, like suddenly you're fat. When did that happen? Right. And, or, or you get some kind of disease, like autoimmune disease or something. There's always, something and then and and you don't realize it until you talk to somebody who has lived through being not having health like it's your 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 house your money has nothing to do with money like if you don't have health you really got nothing it sounds cliche but honestly unless you've lived through it it's totally true you're 100 correct and that's the thing and on a much smaller level obviously than you because you you do this all the time I, I have helped people that reached out to me that are like listeners of the show that eventually became friends of, you know, of mine. And they asked me like, Hey, uh, like, how did you lose the weight? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to drop 30 pounds. I'm trying to drop five pounds for my wedding. How, what are you doing for keto? And, and I just tell them like, Hey, listen, it's not for everybody. I'm overly strict. Admittedly. I, 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 I don't eat anything but meat really and cheese, but it helped me. And now I'm down to 175. but, I, but just to say something here, wow. my, my knee pain is gone. Mm-hmm. I have no pain. I feel great. I feel better than I did in high school. Like I, I feel healthier than I've ever been in my entire life, just a short two years later. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to ask you here about that in general is we know the physical effects of gaining weight and just being unhealthy. I mean, like we're talking about the knees start to hurt, you know, you get fat, you're out of breath. 
but my curiosity is the mental psyche and the depression and not having energy. And I noticed that, you know, you uh, talk about the, the effect of unhealthy life on day-to-day energy. And that's something that I'm very like, I, I, I just don't know anything about it. And I think it would help people that are maybe depressed. And if you ever, you know, look up depression, there's always a picture of an overweight person or someone who's not a picture of health. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like, what does that have to do with someone's mental psyche? Just like, what effect does the weight have on that? That's just, I'm just so curious about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it's most of the clients that I deal with are ones that have, you know, kind of tried everything already or, or they're, or, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm great. Keto is, is a, is a valid thing. It can work for a lot of people. The, the people I see, like for most people, it's not sustainable, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. you can't, you know, like it's, 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 it's unrealistic to live in our society and continue to eat like whatever diet it is, right? You you can't eat that way indefinitely, right? So I'm all about it being realistic. It has to be something that can fit into your, that can fit into your uh, busy lifestyles. And, And it's just a matter of learning what the right foods are. So let's, okay. So getting off the food thing, uh, now I'll answer your question. (laughs) So, you know, they've, so they've usually tried a bunch of things already. And so, so they have this defeatist attitude and that nothing is going to work for them. And so in some ways, some, for, for a lot of people, the biggest, the biggest hurdle they have to get over is deciding to do the program with me because they just think, oh, this is just going to be another one of those things, you know, might work for a bit and I'm going to be back there. Cause they just, it's just like they're, they've gone through these cycles of whatever. So it's very, you know, hopeless. They, they feel really hopeless. And, and honestly, um, and most of my clients are, are women too. Um, and then, and it's just, they just, they have no confidence. Um, they just, they just feel completely miserable and especially, and, and it, I don't know if it's better or worse if they were always have always struggled with their weight or if they were previously like because a lot of people and that's kind of how I was and I know you know probably that's not going to win me any brownie points with people because I don't like to hear that but but it, it you know like I up until up until I had my kids I could kind of do whatever the heck I wanted you know I I chose to eat healthy for the most part but you know I I had a healthy appetite I ate a lot of food and I you know I could misbehave as much as I wanted to and nothing ever happened but I was very active too right mm. anyway that's that's my butts but it's but now the like that's that all stopped with my first pregnancy and my my oldest is 22 now so you know like for the last and and it really took me it was about 15 years ago when i looked into all this stuff so like it, looking in the mirror it was a complete disconnect for me i was like who is this person so so i don't know if it's worse if you've always been there or if you you know what how it can be and you can't get there and so it is a lot of mindset stuff. And it's, and I find people, um, there is a lot of talking through people stuff. That's not my forte. I'm more like the, the scientist solutions based, get in there, fix the physical stuff. Um, you know, like I, I find just cause of, just cause of the way we eat, 
you know, most people's guts are a mess. They're choosing completely the wrong foods and, and, and not knowing like they're eating all this, they're eating all this, um, foods that they think are healthy and it's actually that they should be avoiding and avoiding all these foods that they think are unhealthy that they actually need to eat more of. So it is put in for one second here. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because I'm very forgetful, but salads, people Mm -hmm. buy salads and then they load it up with dressing. Yeah. Just the worst thing you could do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and yeah, like honestly make your own dressing, like I swear. And then so many people are still doing the whole low fat, no fat thing. Right. And you know, they're taking out the, the fats and, and just replacing it with chemicals and other crap that, and sugar a lot. And honestly, the, as you know, from keto, like the sugar, the blood Mm. sugar swings, it's just like our standard diet is like so inflammatory, which is the underlying cause of pretty much every disease. I think everybody knows by now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like it's, and it just destroys your gut, which doesn't sound like it's a big deal. But when I was doing the functional medicine training, we probably spent a third of the time on on fixing the gut because it because it's such a huge part and is usually the underlying reason for your issues right and that's and and the way we eat is is the cause of type 2 diabetes it's why everybody is exhausted Um, it makes your body store fat no matter what a calorie is no longer a calorie when you've got uh, when you've got these blood sugar swings going all over the place. And that's also what causes your cravings and makes you more hungry and hungry for the crap that you know you're not supposed to eat. Exactly. So all it is is a matter of changing up. You know, for most people, it takes like a week, if that, of just ch- making different food choices. And, uh, and, then, and, they're, and then they're fine. And then you're not relying on willpower and deprivation. And it's something that's completely doable like you're not gonna well, I shouldn't say I had I've had a few clients lose a ton of weight you know right away but for most people like a slow steady one to two pound a week weight loss is totally normal and totally sustainable and 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 who cares like if people are sometimes they're oh I can't believe I haven't been up further down in weight and it's like well it took you 30 years to get it on. Do you need to lose it in three months? Like, (laughs) you know, like what, who cares if it takes six months and you're still living a life and you're not depriving and it's going to stay off this time. So, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's changing your mindset around what we think is normal and and that. So I'm sorry for jumping in there. So you get back to your original point that we're talking about there, but I just felt it was important because a lot of people think salads are like these, these great things, but what you put on it, which is what really kills it. Yeah, in my online course, I have a whole um, um, segment on foods that sound healthy but aren't. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's like it's like a, there's about I don't know thirty slides about this and that and why it's not. And so mm-hmm. yeah, it's like really specific about you know what to eat and what not to eat, sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can get back to your original thing that we were talking about. We we're talking about the. Uh, the effect of, of having all that extra weight and just how it affects your mental psyche and your day-to-day energy. Mm. Yeah, no. Well, and that's, that's like, honestly, the thing I talk to people the most about is their weight. Mm-hmm. And the second biggest thing is exhaustion, especially of late and it's exhaustion mm. be not, and it, they don't, they don't always have to go together, 
but um, it's the, the exhaustion is like the millennial, the new millennial issue, because it's just, it goes, it's with hormones, people aren't sleeping properly. That's one of the, like, I have kind of like five tenets that people aren't getting right. And and the and 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 the stress management and the restful sleep. And when I talk about stress management, it's not just the emotional, you know, like oh, I've, I'm too busy, I've got deadlines, that kind of stress. It's any, it's physical stressors as well. And physical stressors are things like, um, like like the crappy food choices, you know that that you're not making, um, not having enough nutrients, because that's another thing is that people uh, don't realize that even if you're eating, let's say you're eating the perfect, absolute perfect diet 24/7, there is no way anymore that you can possibly get enough nutrients for your body to be optimally healthy. Mm-hmm. Not in, like 60 years ago, maybe 100 years ago for sure, but not anymore. It doesn't matter if you're growing your own food or organic. And there's tons of reasons for that that I don't want to go into. But um, so so that's a physical stressor. We're all we're all undernourished and overfed is uh, is a quote I've heard a couple of times. And it's totally true. We get tons of calories and not many nutrients. So that's a stressor on the body We're we're either not exercising at all or exercising too much or doing the wrong kinds of exercise people have a whole that's like a whole nother thing that I myth bust about what what kind and how much exercise you need to do most people are doing it completely wrong and it's either not helping at all or making matters worse and adding to the stressors on the body and then what happens because you know the body responds to stress whether it's mental or physical with the pumping out the the stress hormones and and it puts you into that fight or flight response Mm -hmm. right and back in the day when you know when we were actually under stress and some animal was chasing us or whatever Mm -hmm. um you know it was it only lasted for a few minutes and then we were good back to our you know happy relaxed selves well Mm -hmm. now the stress is there you know 75 80 percent of the day um and then and 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 it was never meant to be that way. And the way the that's, it's a very catabolic thing. It's very inflammatory. Um, and that, and eventually pumping out all the stress hormone, because it's either fight or flight or rest and digest. The body can't do both. And we're in fight or flight most of the time, the rest and digest and the repair and all of that isn't happening. And so then you just get this cumulative effect of, you know, and for some people it only uh, of, of exhaustion, right? And, and for some people it's just being tired and they can manage, you know, they can, they can manage for a bit and it doesn't, they don't kind of hit that wall until, you know, years down the road. And for some people it can happen within months. So, you know, it sort of depends on the situation, depends on the person, um, genetics, that kind of stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, like if you don't, if you, you don't even feel like getting, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there, you know, it's like, (laughs) imagine being like that all the time where it's just like, you know, I really should get up and do this, but that Mm -hmm. would require me actually getting up. So forget it. Right. Like you just have days where you're just like, all you want to be is just a couch potato and people are living like that all day, every day and forcing themselves through it. 
So it's yeah. so crazy. It's like there's something in the food that we're eating and, and, and the drinks that we're drinking that that and does something to the brain that just enforces this bad behavior where, hey, listen, I'm supposed to do something. Oh, I want to go to the park. I'm not going to take my dog out for a walk. I'm just going to sit here and eat this bag of Doritos and drink my, my Coca-Cola. It, it, it's like well, there's it something is. in there that's that's enforcing this bad behavior. Well, it is. It is the food that we're eating. That's my number one thing is what are you putting? What are you what are you putting into your mouth? That is one of the biggest things that, cause, and so my thing is you got to eat anyway, let's, mm. let's teach you what you should be eating. And then, and then that way you can, and most people within a couple of weeks, their energy level is like, they're sleeping better and their energy level is up. So it's, it, and it's just, um, it's just because of that. And they're shocked and amazed and honest. And I used to be, and now I'm not because it's just, it's all, it's, this, this, the, you're, you're right. If you're eating your bag of Doritos, that there is so much, <laughs> there is so much crap in there yeah. that it's just so, it's just, it's like a constant, it's like your body's just dealing with a constant little fire. And so it's constantly inflammatory. Is that one of your clients now? That was the end. No, hopefully not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's not. And that's why it's the millennial thing because our food is getting more and more crappy and we're working more and more. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's not, I don't, I don't see it ending unless people find out the right information and, and, and go, cause it's just going to continue to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, with what you're preaching though now with what you're preaching it, it's 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 something that I, I feel like more people need to hear and i wonder why there's not this many conversations like this out there and you know you're you're telling people to do things that they can do themselves without relying on a pill or a shot yeah. or anything like that how are you viewed by peers in the medical community because it sounds like you're you're saying the things that you know big pharma doesn't want you to say because mm-hmm. we can alleviate a lot of our problems if we just oh. take care of ourselves Absolutely. Like, I mean, don't, I'm, I'm not one. It's because for, for what I'm doing, the functional medicine, integrative medicine. Now, I don't know. I don't like to subscribe to the conspiracy theories and stuff like that, but for sure, you know, big pharma would, would stand to lose a lot of money if people started, you know, looking after themselves because, because bottom line is, I mean, everybody knows like change is hard, right. Or like to, it's just easier to keep doing what you're doing. So yes. most people, you know, and general, like, like it or lump it, myself included, like we're all lazy. It's just easier to, to take a pill than it is to go out for a walk exactly. or to, or to, or to, to think about how, what you're going to change, you know, how you're going to change your food or whatever. And so that's why I'm like getting new habits isn't, but it's, uh, no, I forgot what the original question was. <laughs> no, I was just asking like, like, like how you're viewed by the medical. Oh, community. how am I viewed? Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's all, it's all uh, not that favorably for with it. And I, but I do have to say the newer, you know, doctors and the, and, and, and the younger ones that are coming to the coming out are a lot more receptive to it. But, uh, you know, the, the, it seems like the longer they've been in practice and the older they are, it's all, it's all just voodoo medicine. It's kind (laughs) of, it's all, it's all lumped together with, you know, 
like they just think it's like woo woo and whatever. And I mean, which is ridiculous because I find it crazy that, and it still frustrates the heck out of me. Like, let's say somebody gets diagnosed with uh, type two diabetes, which is a hundred percent preventable and reversible. Like that is a whole, it's completely a lifestyle thing. It is. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a genetic propensity for sure, but so the doctor right away, it's all they do that they're like prescribing stuff and, you know, like it, you know, so we just start going on pills and at no point do they discuss, well, I shouldn't say, but they really don't get into like what the person's eating, you know? And so most people are like, oh, well, I, you know, like, I mean, and I see it all the time because we get newly diagnosed diabetics in the pharmacy. They're like, but I don't eat a lot of sugar. And it's like, it doesn't have to be sugar. It's, it's, there's other things that actually, you know, like what, you know, our standard diet, even the, even the so-called I don't know what they call it in the, like, I mean, I'm here in Canada, they call it the Canada food guide, but you guys have a similar, whatever the American food guide is where they tell you you have to eat like five servings of this. And that is the worst guide to our our guys. It is the worst, but that's what they're giving to diabetics that to say, Hey, you need to, this is the healthy diet. This is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And most of them, that is what they're doing. And that's why they got there in the first place. So it's, yeah, it's not looked, it's like, well, you can do that if you want, but it's not really going to do anything. It was like the food tree pyramid and like, Oh, eat helpings of of, of potatoes. Like, you know how many carbs that is? I'm keto. That would kill me. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, exactly. And that, and that is exactly why, her health is where it is because that is that is the worst way to eat and but but like i said people are because you know potatoes and bread and well that's all and it's whole grain and it's a Mm -hmm. vegetable and it's healthy look at all these vegetables i'm eating yeah and um you know so it's just yeah i'm telling you but most of my clients came to me with their and i'm using the air quotes that you can't see healthy diet right mm-hmm. and then we just we just revamped a few things and it's really just an education and and listening to your body like if you're if you're having any kind of if you're not feeling amazing that's your body telling you that you're not doing something right exactly. really exactly yeah now when someone calls you and they're like hey listen Chrissy I want to lose some weight I'm not feeling good and they come to you and you see that apprehension. How do you get past that like defeatist attitude, that mental block that they may have in their head? Like, how do you encourage them to, to continue going on? Uh, well, I mean, most people, by the time they decide they're going to come to like, they've decided that it's time to do something right. It's the sticking with it part, you know, like if it's slow. So it's more like, um, yeah, we do do some mindset stuff and some goal setting and, um, and not like, I kind of deal with it as it happens. Some people are amazing and they'll, they'll just, whatever I tell them to do, they do. Other people are like, well, and this, and I got, and then the excuses. And then it's like, and so a lot of times it's like hand holding them through the, you know, getting them to focus on their, their goals and why they're here in the first place and why, um, you know, what, yeah, it's really their goals. It's always like focus on the goal. Why are you doing this? Is it because you want to be healthy for when play with your grandkids? Is it because you want to travel or whatever? So it's, it's kind of more that, but when they start, they're usually pretty motivated. Otherwise they're not coming to me in the first place. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I mean, I was on your website, which is chrissyrusshealthcoaching.com. I saw a quote on there that kind of confused me. And I wanted you to elaborate on this a little bit more where you said, because like, like I mentioned before, like I do the keto diet and I know there's a lot of fads out there, like paleo diet, uh, there's mm-hmm. veganism, the military diet, which is that insane one. Um, mm-hmm. I saw the quote, stop dieting, start living. Right. Which confused me. Like, can you just explain what that means? Well, like I said, it, it as the, and I, I don't like to use the word diet because it has those negative connotations. And, and like I said, I mean, the keto worked great for you and it works for a lot of people, but for most people, it doesn't. And sure. it's not. And like, and so if you, if you say, if you, when you use the word diet, it means that there's going to be restricting and there's going to be, and there's no room for, um, you know, going out for, for, you know, with your friends and blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't want to be like that person that ordering at the restaurant saying, okay, well, I can't have this, I can't have that and all that other stuff. Right. So, so people find it too restrictive uh, to, to, to say the dieting part. And so, and my thing has always been, cause it's always, it's always about the health. If you have a health, you know, people want to lose weight, they want to have their energy back and blah, blah, blah. But Hey, guess what? A healthy body maintains a healthy weight, has lots of energy, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's, it's about, um, knowing how to work with your body instead of against it. And sometimes some of those diets are, are good in the short term, but they're not in the long term. So, you know, so it's, it's that, that's really what it means. There's no, there's, there's no relying on willpower and there's no restricting. It's really about learning, relearning what you're, what you're eating and what, and, and a, a few lifestyle changes and uh, really minor ones that it, it's just developing new habits. So that's what that really means is like you're, you're not going on a diet because we're not going to make changes that you're not, because you, if, if you're going on a diet, saying that means that at some point you're going off, <laughs> you know, exactly. it's really, it's just relearning what you should be eating. And so then it never feels like you're never, if it never feels like you're depriving yourself, then you're going to stick with it. So that's what that means. So you can, you can go to the family functions where, and have the the big feasts and still eat the, you know, the, the turkey dinner and the, and the birthday cake and the everything else. And you can go out for drinks with your friends and go meet them at restaurants and, you know, everything social revolves around food, like it or lump it, right? Like you're meeting Mm -hmm. for coffee, you're going for dinner, you know, it's always that kind of stuff. So people, if they feel like they're going on a diet, then they don't get to do that stuff anymore. And now, that's not realistic. Yeah, but the whole thing about the like the, the, those diets, those crash diets, is what they're referred to as, like keto and, and the military diet and those kinds. Mm-hmm. Where it's unless it becomes a permanent lifestyle, you're going to regress, and and if you lack the mm-hmm. discipline, you're going to gain it right back. Exactly. Exactly. So, so my, my my question to you is like, if if you want to live that that healthy lifestyle, where it's like, hey, you know what, I want to have a, a slice of pizza, a beer, and a cup of ice cream tonight. And then, and then still look good. What would be your tips? Because I know you have the five key strategies that, you know, people need to focus on to get that ideal Mm -hmm. body. So I kind of wanted to tie those two together into like one big question for you. Like, what do you do? What are the five key strategies? And like, 
how do you do you lose the weight and keep it off if you know like you're, you're gonna have that pizza you're gonna have that ice cream and we're not focusing on dieting we're not really working out what is the key here because I'm, I'm, I'm confused about that yeah well i mean it really is like pareto's principle really <laughs> so first of all it's learning what the what what foods are are better for human beings and for your own body because it's not the same for everybody but it's pretty similar for most people. And so, um, so, and it's what you do most of the time. That's, that's the issue. So sometimes, um, you know, when you're, if you're wanting to lose the weight or if you want to get there faster, you know, you're going to have to follow, it's going to be more like 90, 10 kind of thing. Right. So 90% of the time you're kind of, you're, you're following the, the food and you're making the right food choices and you're, and you're, you know, doing the, the right type and amount of exercise and the stress management and all that other stuff. And then 10% of the time, yeah, like you're going, you're going out or whatever, and you have your, your beer and your pizza or, or your desserts or whatever it is. And you just, and knowing that you, that the next day you're, you're right back to, making the good choices again. And so, but so many people, and, and that is a thing that we do deal with, like, or, or that I deal with, with my clients is that, you know, like they, 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 they go on the diet or whatever, and then they go, and then they have like two or three bad days and they, and then they're like, Oh, it was just a mess. And I just totally did. And then they go, ah, screw it. I've already messed it up. So now I'm done. Right. Whereas it's just like, no, like, you know, you can get back up on the horse kind of thing. Right. And then, so you get to the point where like, I'm at the point, like when I go on vacation, I kind of do whatever the heck I want, but I'm not on vacation 365 days a year. Right. You know, like it's like two, three weeks a year. So I really don't care if I'm not exercising every day. I mean, we're usually doing stuff, but if I'm not, I don't really care about it. I'm just, and I'm, you know, eating whatever I want and drinking and whatever. Right. But I've gotten to that point because I've taken care because I take care of my health the rest of the time. And, but really for me, it's like Monday to Friday, I kind of do, you know, what I know is good for my body. And on the weekends, I kind of, you know, relax things if I want to. Right. So that's, that's really what it is. That's the whole magic right there. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) There, I just revealed it all. You don't need anything. (laughs) Now, the thing is, is like, when you're talking about losing weight, you're talking about dieting, talking about, you know, working out, there is no one size fits all package for everybody. So how would you, for the people out there that are listening, that don't have easy access, you know, to, to you from like in, in Canada, what can people do right now that are sitting at home? They might be listening to this podcast while eating a bowl of popcorn, you know, uh, <laughs> might have a nice yeah, exactly. big, old, big old jug of uh, Pepsi next to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, well, what, they do? what they could do right now is actually get my online program. Seriously, like I, I realized that I was having the same telling, telling most of my clients the same stuff. And, and honestly, for 80% of the people, 90% of the people, you know, the, the online program is really everything I know about being healthy for the human body, right? There's definitely, um, um, it, like it's, it's, um, it's, it's to, to have to sculpt your ideal body 
excellent health right now until you slide into the grave, having that quality of life as well as the quantity. And so I myth bust all kinds of health misinformation and give super specific details about what you need to do because it's, I mean, I can't really say like, okay, do this. Like I'll usually fit into it. like the, you know, like I said, the, the no fat, low fat thing, forget that. Um, you know, cutting out caffeine is a big thing for, for people, which I know scares people to death, but it, um, but honestly, it can make a huge difference from that whole exhaustion, you know, stress mm -hmm. thing, right? You know, there's a few, you know, easy tips I can fit in with these things, but, you know, I, I can't go through the list of foods that you should be, you know, eating more of and the ones you should avoid, but the, the program has that actual list in there. You know, it has the specific exercise work to do and how to fit them into your schedule it has tons of specific stress management strategies and specific details on how to get a better sleep because it's all great to say hey you need to sleep more and some people are like well yay but how about me laying there for three hours right and yeah. then you know and how you're to, how to make sure your body's getting all those nutrients like i said you can't get them from your food when to use supplements and specific brand recommendations because most of them are total garbage so and so you want to get what you're paying for you know avoiding toxins getting better gut health balancing your hormones and just all of that stuff and it's all in nice little bite-sized pieces because everybody's busy and and it the 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 thought of doing all of that is just overwhelming and so i tell people how spend you know 2 weeks perfecting this and then move on kind of thing and and you get to do it at your own pace if it takes you 2 months to do it well then that's fine too right and yeah. so really it combines all of my knowledge and the experience that I've gained from coaching people over all these years about what every human being needs for excellent health. And then I've just put it in an easy to use, easy to implement program. And the only thing I wanted to be totally comprehensive. So there's no reason you can't have perfect health once you complete the course. <laughs> and like I've, I've said, the only thing that isn't in there is the workings of my brain that sorts through all of those signs and symptoms that an individual person has. Cause like you said, everybody's different, right? And mm -hmm. to pinpoint, you know, what the underlying causes are so that I know where we need to start and then what to do next and what little tweaks to do. And if I could have put that in there, I totally would have, but, <laughs> but the nice thing is <laughs> that, which is why I've also got a coaching package to go along with it. And then, then, so then it's the best of both worlds. It's the personalization of the one-on-one -on -one coaching with the affordability of an online course. So there you go. And I can, I can give you the, the link directly to go to the course, or you can also access it from my website too. But that, honestly, it is such a scream of a deal. Most of my colleagues, they're like, you're not charging enough for that. And I'm like, yeah, but it needs to be accessible to everybody, you know, Exactly. With, and, and, you know, with COVID and the whatever, like, it's just, it, it's, it's, I, I just want to get the information into people's hands. So. Exactly. And I do have a couple more questions here, just in closing yeah. here, because I mean, right. like you, you mentioned caffeine and it's something that people need to understand. Like, you know, they wake up in the morning, they feel like, oh, I need my Red Bull. I need my uh, mm -hmm. coffee. I need this. I need that. It's like, no, you don't. Your body does this naturally. 
You don't need right. these artificial inhibitors to make you do yeah. something. It drives me nuts. Oh, I need my cigarette to help me calm down. I need this alcohol to relax. No, yeah. you don't. Your yeah. body does this yeah. for you. Yeah. How do you get people off of those vices? Well, it's honestly, well, I mean, with the, with the caffeine, I mean, unless you're at multiple cups a day or whatever, the, the best thing is cold turkey because it's, um, and it's just a matter of like, I'll usually, and I'll, I'll say that to people. And I love when, uh, when, you know, back when I used to be able to do live uh, speaking events and stuff, and I would tell people that and then, <laughs> the panic in their eyes was just like oh my god and and usually like you hear this all like oh, and this groan and whatever and it but the like just cat like as caffeine is an example because i mean you know alcohol and, and smoking not everybody does but most people are you know coffee or whatever it so the i always find if people know what the issue is then they're more likely to do it so what happens with caffeine is it's it's like whipping the the, the tired horse right and it because what it does is it makes your body produce more stress hormone and that's what gives you that jolt of energy and then people go oh yeah but i don't it doesn't give me energy i go well that's a warning sign right there because mm -hmm. if you're at the point where your body is so used to that caffeine that it doesn't give you that energy, you're kind of well down that path of, of, of hitting the wall and exhaustion. But anyway, so the point is you want to, taking the caffeine out because you, you, you want to decrease that hormone, um, the stress hormone to overcome. That's what overcomes the exhaustion. So it's the the short-term pain for the long-term gain, right? Because if you, if you baby your adrenals and kind of reteach them to only produce that hormone when there's a real emergency, a real emergency, rather than, <clears throat> pardon me, just having a cup of coffee, you know, that's the thing. And so the first few days are the worst. Um, but people find like after a week or so, like they don't even, you don't even miss it. Honest to God, you don't. Right. And it's not saying that you can't have it once in a while, like I, I love to just sit down with a latte or whatever and kind of relax or whatever. Um, but, but it's more the, it's like the whole thing. It's like the relaxing and the enjoying of the and warming my hands with the thing. It's like an event, you know, it's not like, Oh my God, I can't even function until I have this caffeine. So, but I will say, don't, if you're, if you're like, let's say more than three cups a day kind of person do it over a couple of weeks, like just, Take, take out one or two because you, it literally is a drug and you'll have yes. like palpitations and stuff if you cold turkey it and you're doing too much and and it's really it's like you know if, you, if you're like my father who just drinks it from the moment he gets up till the time he goes to bed <laughs> you know he would probably he, he would probably put himself in emergency if he stopped exactly but, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing. It's like your body becomes reliant. It's almost like alcoholism. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. If you're an alcoholic mm -hmm. and you quit cold turkey, you could die from not drinking alcohol. It's crazy. Exactly. Fathom that, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, it is. So it's just, you know, but, and, and people think they need it and that they're going to miss it so much. And, but it's, it's not, it's, it's, it, yeah. Like once you get past that initial whatever, then it's fine. So now, this yeah. is where and, I and it's a lot healthier. Like it's just yeah, yeah. Because we're already. It'd be one thing if we lived that it was a hundred years ago. We didn't have we didn't have all this constant stress. But the thing is, we're living where we are, and and you know the the less stressors that you can put on your body, then the the better everything's going to be. 
Now, this is where the conspiracy guy comes out. And I was never a conspiracy person until the last 18, 19 months or so, right? Okay. And I want to ask you this. Like, why do you think this hasn't been more of a topic? Why do you think health? It, I mean, and I'm not just saying because of COVID and everything, because it's always been like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, there's never been a focus on health, getting out, going to the gym, maybe putting down all, all the nasty food. And you go to a grocery store. I can buy, you know, a, a bunch of fruit. And I'm going to be broke, but I can buy a, a, a bunch of cup of soups. I can buy a bunch of these garbage, you know, processed foods. And I'm going to come out there with money in my pocket. It just doesn't make any sense to make a home cooked mm-hmm. meal costs a lot more than buying, you know, a, a, a processed pizza or whatever the heck they're selling the stores nowadays. Mm-hmm. Why, why is there not more of a focus? Why, why are we not trying to keep each other alive? And when you look at the news too, it's like, okay, just come get the shot and, and, and you're safe. And you see these obese people getting shots in their arms while eating chips. And and and, and they're and, and they're the ones that are safe now, supposedly. Yeah, I what know, exactly. Like, exactly. Well, I think it's multiple things. Like, first of all, I mean, we kind of alluded to that when you said, how am I viewed, right? Because yeah. first, like, science has now become so specialized that the old school, like, you know, not even Chinese medicine, but like, let's say, you know, the old general, like little house on the prairie doctor or whatever, right? Like they would look at the whole person and, you know, and figure everything out. Well, now everything is so specialized and, and it, and, and, you know, what you're eating and how, like, it's, 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 that's given lip service, but it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, you probably should do that, but you know, it might help, but it probably won't, you know, it's probably not going to hurt, but it's not going to help. And so, so there's that general um, consensus, despite tons of research otherwise, which is what really frustrates me. Like I said, that the dietitians, like these diabetics are going to the to the to their to the to the clinic and they're like they'll send them to this diabetic day or whatever so that they can learn all about their disease and how they're supposed to handle it and the dietitian has given them the the food pyramid which is which is horrible but anyway so so there's that Uh, but then I think but it's economics which is and I think why like why because you know they recently revamped you know, in Canada and the U.S., the food pyramid and the food guide or whatever, and it still sucks. Yeah. Like, really? This is this is the revamped version of it. But I but I do know, like the because the far, you know the farmers would have been you know like you can't tell people that they you know that they shouldn't be eating all these grains and stuff like that because the farmers are the you know it's 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 a political nightmare. You can't mm-hmm. do that, and you can't. And, and, and yeah, like, and the pharmaceutical industry has a lot of political clout. They would stand to lose a ton of money if people, you know, if people started doing all this stuff. So, you know, and I, I hate to say that that's what it is, but like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the conspiracy theorist, but I definitely, um, there are, there is uh, omission, you know, they're they're not telling people some of the stuff that um, that they should be and and scary and and media, you know, scary stuff like a like a, a news thing that comes out that says oh new you know latest study shows that you know vitamins just make expensive pee or whatever you know yeah. like and it's like and it's like oh, here we go again right like and so they'll glom onto one thing to to perpetuate this myth 
um, rather than look at the, the the millions of other things and and uh, yeah and also people people don't get people don't want to hear it because like I said they'd rather just continue doing what they're doing and um, they don't want to change stuff for, for the most part it doesn't make any sense because you can drive down the street you could drive past the Wendy's a block mm -hmm. later at McDonald's, a block later a, a, a Burger King, and then the pizza joints, and they're all a KFC. They're all on the same strip. You mm -hmm. go to the next town, it's the same thing all over again. You don't see healthy alternative choices. You just don't yeah. see it anywhere you go. It is getting a little bit better, I'll have to say. Like in the last decade, it is a little bit easier to find, you know, faster food <laughs> that's mm -hmm. a little healthier. I, I know this because our kids were like, we were at tournaments every weekend. We were eating out and you know, whatever. And, and, uh, you know, there are some better than others, but, but you're right. Bottom line is it's cheaper and easier to eat unhealthy than it is to, to, to eat properly. And I don't know, like, I don't, and I don't know why. Well, I know why, cause it's, cause it's cheaper and easier. And so that's why that is why like having fresh vegetables and, and, you know, organic, farm-raised meat and stuff is crazy. Uh, well, the, the farm-raised meat, oh my gosh, it's, I don't know what it's like there, but it's crazy expensive. It is. And I'm here, I'm expensive. in Alberta, it's like beef country, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's like $50 for a steak. Even I was like, no, I can't do it. I'm, I'm not, I can't spend mm -hmm. $50 on one steak that I have to cook myself. <laughs> exactly. It's not that it's an expensive restaurant, so. But for $50, you can eat at McDonald's for the week, you and your, yeah. your whole family. <laughs> it's true. Although I have to say, I don't find it to be that, I find it to, it, it's not as cheap as it used to be, like fast food places. Like I find it pretty kind of expensive. Well, I, I don't know. That's, a bitch. Just, that's just, I mean, I guess compared to what, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'd, I'd wait if, if we, lots of times if we have fast food and, you know, we'll, we'll, and if we need something quick, we'll run into the grocery store mm -hmm. and grab, cause they always have those little packaged ready to eat stuff and it's way cheaper. Sometimes you can, it's the same crap, right? Like it's like you're getting this big gross sandwich or, you know, mm -hmm. some, you know, fried chicken or whatever. And, you know, but you can get, yeah, you can get a salad. And if you don't load it up with be dressing or whatever, you can get, a problem. you know, you know, like it's, it's, it, it is actually cheaper. So mm -hmm. they get you coming or going. And I don't want to turn into, into a conspiracy theorist because like yeah. I, I, I've been really going that route lately. I, I've been going down there because I'm, I, I'm sitting at home with my TV and just watching the news and I probably shouldn't be doing that because it's really yeah. into a nutcase. But it's true. It's true. Like you see things like that where it's like the fast food, you know, how much, how much cheaper it is and how much more expensive it is to buy your own food to cook it at home the healthy way. And then you look at medicine. It's like, okay, well, I, I can live off these pills for $50 a month out of pocket, but my insurance is paying God knows how much when I can just buy a bag of pot and I can just chill out and be fine. You know what I mean? And it's just like, <laughs> they kind of just make certain things illegal. Certain things are going to be more expensive than others just because they want you to live a certain lifestyle. And that's just how I see it personally. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, and I mean, honestly, the whole healthcare system needs to be completely revamped. Um, mm -hmm. But it, I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. Although I have to say like in the, I, 
it, in the U.S., it's it's the, you know the functional medicine and integrative medicine is a lot more popular, and I and in a in a good way. So in in some ways, I mean I mean I'm I'm thankful to live in Canada where uh, you know we have the universal healthcare and blah blah blah. But yeah. then it, and it makes my business harder because people aren't used to paying for healthcare, right? Mm. So but whereas in the U.S., like you're 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 paying for it either way. So pe more people are going towards what's being more effective as opposed to the old standby, which is so in, in that way, in, in an ironic way, the, and I, I, I'm using the word flippantly, like the crappy US healthcare system will actually advance medicine <laughs> you know, because, because now all of a sudden it's created space for the, the more alternative people to come out and be like, oh, you know, and words getting around that this is, you know, integrative medicine and functional medicine. And so it is, it is becoming more respected, but uh, I mean, not here, but the whole thing needs revamping. Like even like why we can pay for uh, like people's blood pressure pills and their cholesterol pills and all that stuff is covered under insurance, but um, but a good quality uh, multi or like a supplement that would actually fix way more things uh, isn't, you know. And and because a good quality supplement is is you know sometimes on par with what a medication is going to cost, so it it becomes a cost barrier for people to be healthy. Absolutely not. It's like, it's almost like they want us to get sick so they can keep that ball rolling, you know, like keep that ball rolling, just keep it going. Yeah. One so, would hope not, but yeah. You would think, yeah. <laughs> but, and I mean, that's why I don't read, listen to the news and <laughs> so much because, yeah, it's just, it's just so negative. I can't, I can't stand to be that negative. So uh, I know, I know. It's so bad. I, I got to stop watching it. And yeah. I did see one thing here, though, before I, I ask you my my uh, final question here. I do want to say that I do feel bad for you because you have Justin Trudeau and we have Joe Biden. <laughs> so we, we are no better than you guys. Oh, my gosh. Don't even let me know. I just saw I just saw something that I do want to get your opinion on here. So that jerk, he basically signed a deal with Pfizer where they're getting uh, – booster shots for the next uh, couple of years until 2024 he's spending 35 million doses he's spending a ton tons of your guys money on these doses like almost like he knows or expects that the same shot that was for something that we just had COVID-19 the OG version now we're on Delta and they got Lambda yeah. and they got the Mu version and by 2024 yeah. we're gonna have something else why would he spend all this money on boosters of something that we're already past, we already have natural immunity for, and we're on to the next one, that the vaccine doesn't help because obviously, you know, more people are vaccinated this year than last year when we didn't have them, and the cases are booming. Mm -hmm. And you guys have to deal with this asshole for another couple of years. And he's, I mean, like, is this going to be like a daily booster? Is it going to be sent to you in the mail and you have to like sign <laughs> off on Like, what the hell is going on in Canada? And it's, and it's going to be weird. I suspect the COVID, it's going to end up being like the flu shots where um that it, like COVID's not going anywhere it's gonna it's just gonna keep having different variations and blah 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 so it's gonna we're gonna it's gonna get to the point where you need your yearly COVID booster just like you need your yearly mm -hmm. thing or whatever right and so then it becomes but yeah but the I don't know. And yeah, the vaccine would be a whole nother rabbit hole, but yeah. And, and, and talking about Trudeau getting back in just, oh, 
Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. All right. <laughs> so are you ready for the last question? This is the hardest hitting question yeah. I've, I, I think he's going to get. I'm not right. sure. Okay. All right. So where can people find you? Where can oh. they find your website, the yeah. online course, your program, everything, mm -hmm. your social yeah. media, throw it out there. Yeah. So, uh, so the, the, uh, Christy Russ health coaching.com is my website and, uh, there, and you can contact me through there. If you have any specific questions or whatever, there is a, um, thing right at the top with the free masterclass um sign up for that it'll you get to watch the whole it'll give a lot more of the tips and i'll go into the five tenets of things in there and then you get my newsletter which is only every two weeks i'm not one of those clog up your email things because <laughs> i don't have time for that neither do you um so there's <laughs> the course um you can access it from the website um, but I kind of just have a new thing to access it. Um, and it's, it's a little bit, I'm not going to say what the URL is because it's, it's not easy. So, um, I don't know if you have the show notes. Or I will whatever. post it in the show notes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. post it right there. Yeah. 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 What about your social media? You got social media, you got like Twitter. Oh yeah, Twitter. of course. I'm on, yeah, Facebook. Just Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm not really a, a big Twitter person or, or Instagram. <laughs> I'm not really a photo kind of thing. But uh, yeah, Facebook is uh, as, is simply sustained. It's Christy Russ. If, if you do, if you put Christy Russ in there, then you'll come across my website as well. So and Christy is K-R-I-S-T-Y and Russ is R-U-S-S. Excellent. Everybody go check her out because she has a lot of knowledge. I know she can help a lot of you. I mean, she's, she's, she's helped me out uh, definitely because I mean, I have a lot of questions about these things and, and I'm unsure. I've been doing the keto thing for two years now. I feel like one day I might want to get a slice of pizza. So I don't want to crash and turn into a 300 pound slob again. So yeah, I appreciate exactly. you. I appreciate yeah. you growing your eyes, Christy. And I appreciate yeah. you coming on the Voices of the Podcast. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you.